Greetings, one and all, to this week's episode of Ten O'Clock. Uh, this week was we were planning on having a guest, but in all honesty, the coronavirus is just. Completely- they all died. Did our viewers die? No, they're immortal. <laughs> they're immortal. <laughs> I want to make a bad joke, but then I'm pretty sure someone will take it seriously, so I'm not going to say anything. Oh no! Don't be like. Quick, and get yourself infected with coronavirus. No, I'll be like, don't worry, guys. The quarantine doesn't apply to you. So, you know, and then someone will be like, but, you know, so the quarantine doesn't apply. It's like, God damn it, I was taking a joke. Anyway. It's the police of like, who's Zeno? <laughs> so, yes. Welcome to episode 334. And then, the and then. continues, and, everyone. I do hope everyone is staying safe, staying home, and following your local rules of governance for preventing spread of the coronavirus. Does that mean I have to uh, listen to Boris Johnson? Yes, you do. Damn it. <laughs> Which means, sadly, just for everyone to get one over Zeno, it means Zeno can no longer have Nando's right now unless he has takeout. And takeout's just not the same. Takeout's not the same. There you go. I think I'm going to have Nando's takeout tonight just to annoy you. <laughs> Fine, I'll take, uh, have Nando's takeout just to annoy you. <laughs> right. What are we doing? You're doing this show. Moving on. Yeah, we're doing a show. Emblems. We start with, you know, pictures. Pretty emblems. pictures. Always, always excited to see some pretty pictures. Wait, did I send you the emblems? Yes, you did. Okay, cool. Between us, Loz. Mine wins. There we go. Loz's wins. If you wish to win 150 Platinum for your platform of choice, go into the description below where you'll see a link to a Google form where you'll see these two emblems. I hope I actually did last uh, time. <sighs> Put in your in-game name, make sure it's correct, otherwise DE will be like, do this, and they're probably not like that. And you will have a chance of winning 150 Platinum in two weeks' time. Probably when they've reopened. Yep. So, that's it for the emblems. Moving on to Dojo Dusting. Loz, Loz, Loz! We won't be going to Tanocon. We will. Will we? Like I, and and Zuru will back me up on this last week. Uh-huh. Tenacon is not cancelled; it's just going digital. So we will digitally travel there, digitally, like Tron, like Tron, Zuru, just like Tron. Oh my god! Right, that, that... Well, we all get to go to the, see. Like it's like the, every year they've run the Tenacon relay, and we will now go to the Tenacon relay. I'm sure we'll I'll see everyone there. So that, in my opinion, because nobody, not everyone, can always make it to Canada. But those people there are with us in digital spirit. So yeah, we'll but, all travel there in digital spirit. Yeah, but my, my point is that we might not be there digitally. Why not? Because we've got our... We're locked into bloody play, uh, plane tickets right now that have not. Uh, we cannot cancel or refund. So we might be somewhere where there is no internet. Have you not realized this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lars is like, I have now. <laughs> we'll just log on with your computer or something. I don't know. Right. But still, Terracon's happening. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, I can't think of anything else dojo dusting wise. Oh, you, I, I don't know if Rich told you. You know, he might be really busy afterwards. So he might not be going anywhere, right? Oh, no, he hasn't told me that. It depends when the first race of the Formula One season is, and if it's Silverstone in like late July, and he'd be like super, 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 super. But so what? We're just going to lose the money? <laughs> I don't know. 
But we'll see. We'll see. Cool, right? Everything is, as I hate this term at the moment, everything is fluid. Why can't it be I gaseous? So non Or as Americans say, gaseous. Take that back now. <laughs> right. Back. Moving. You take that back now, sir. It got took back. Right, so moving Good. on. What? Yeah, okay, so moving on. Well, I'm on my, I just realized I'm on my phone and the connection isn't great on this either. I'm like, damn everyone being home and being like, better use my phone. No, no, uh, no one. Okay, right, so moving on. Dundozer, Dustin, we've done the emblems. We're now going to move on to the Patreon. No, graphs, graphs. I know how to do this show. Graphs. So the first graph of the week is, do you have a problem with the launcher damage fall off? Right? Do you remember this? Wait a minute. What? Damn it, Steam! Is <laughs> <laughs> Steam downloading an update? It's downloading Doom! Okay. There I... we go. Back to good internets. I can see you again. Right, okay. We can't see me at all. What are you on about? I can't hear you now. Why can't I hear you? You're doing a bit, aren't go. you? Right, let's go. <laughs> bastard. Right, so we've got the graphs. Yay. Um, right, uh, do you have a problem with launcher damage fall off? Do you remember this? Yep. Cool, 44 people responded. 29% said yes, 70% said no. I went back and I started using a bunch of other, uh, what do you call it, launcher weapons, and I still have no problem with this. Is I, I actually was discovering that my opticore now has kind of a stagger if I aim it badly. I don't remember it having self-damage, but it must have had a little bit or something. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I think I the big, deal with it a bit. I think the big Me? thing about self-damage... Well, how could you self-damage with an opticore? The whole thing was the it had radial... Yeah, explosion at the end of the, the shot. Oh, the end of the shot? Yeah, a little bit of AoE. Okay. So what, do do I care the... about the fall off on that? Yeah, so if you point at the ground, now yeah. it does a little bit of stagger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The next card we had was, uh, why are you doing liches? 49 people responded. 0% said that they hadn't unlocked them yet. 14% said that they don't know. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> don't know why I do liches. I don't do liches. 14% said for fun, and 71% said for weapons. So it's very much... A, I feel this is very much a we need to be rewarded for what we do culture than anything else. Which is mm. fair, which is fair. Mm. Anything to add to that? No, not really. Uh, I think uh, looking forward to your next Xenocodex which I think you said is going to be about rewards. Yep. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slot one in about rewards. Right, then the third one is would you like clan liches? Right, so I, we ended up talking about this, was it yesterday or the day before, mm. um, when mm. we were going over the Nemesis system again, and for everyone's benefit, Loz has been playing Shadows. I finished. Loz has finished Shadows of Mordor, and um, because I was unable to fact check any of my complaints, uh, I was convinced to... Downloaded yes, again. like last week where you were saying things like in the first game you couldn't mind control orcs. 
and then it, it, like multiple people in the comments were like, and those, you know, you can do it in both. I've still yet to get to a point where I can mind control orcs. You, you don't get it. You don't get it till the second map. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I put what did I say? Twelve hours. No, I can't remember. I put like twelve hours into it before, and I didn't get to the second map because of still all yeah, the I, bullshit I, things. I, I find they don't do enough with the second map personally, but yeah. anyway. Still shit. Right, so... 45 people responded. 8% said no. 15% said that they didn't care. 26% said yes to fight for us. So this was your um, way of looking at it. And 48% said yes to fight us, which was my way of looking at it. But in all honesty, I don't even know how you could do, you know tiered liches like in Shadows of Mordor. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's just, yeah, I like fighting. I don't want the game. I, that's why I suggested something that's completely different because that's what Warframe needs and it needs to be integrated with something like deepening the lich system. Having it fight us, it'd be like, yeah, I get to fight us. I fight lich. Right, you can already do that. Yeah, but it'll be better. How? Yeah. What? what? Well, well, we'll have longer cutscenes and you know just random interruptions of I'm here now to fight you and then you kill them and then they come back with bags over their heads the um just a general I know a very broad general statement about Warframe but I would say the not not to be mean because the, I love the game so much but the, I would say the weakest part of the game and even though they have done they've made bounding strides in it lately but still it takes them a long time to do it the weakest thing for the core gameplay is boss fights in Warframe. They can't do boss fights. They just, they're not, they're, they get better, but they're still not their strongest thing to do gameplay wise. Yeah, I'm, I'm still an so, advocate for, was it hardcore or hard mode or nightmare mode boss fights where bosses have additional abilities more than just, oh, well, it's level 150 now. You know, give it. Well, they always. I think part of the reason is because they ne they always try and make boss fights to be a big thing. They never just like go and here's an end of boss that you just fight for this this end of boss. And because they always have to make them put up, they always put them on pedestals. They just always tinker with them, and they're not used to just chucking bosses at us. They just always have to be these special events. The point that they get over designed, or they seem to take de go in development hell for years, and then when they get here, they're not that great anyway. The last couple have been all right, but they, even then, they feel quite early. They don't feel like they don't feel amazing. I've, Warframe doesn't have that one amazing boss fight yet. What? Not even the Exploiter Orb? They're better, but that's just like a that's that's what I would expect, like a middle of a game kind of thing. Mm. Like I, you know, that they, they haven't managed to make either an, an amazing end of game worthy boss fight, or even like the the climax of the game boss fight. The Exploiter Orb is great, and so is the Ropadopa list, but they're still just like kind of yeah. Then you but, do them, and you're like, mm. but what would count towards this is an amazing boss fight like they're like i mean like i'd say they're like half or a little bit over half the way there in develop in in what you do how you fight it how you learn it what it does in response your interaction with the mob the difficulty the reward all these things come in together so the difficulty i see is the fact that when you do a boss when you first finish a boss you then know how to do the boss and if you're not looking at the value of the boss from when you first encounter the boss, it'll always depreciate in value. And more often than not, it'll depreciate rapidly. So 
you know, when you do, uh, let, let's throw in some World of Warcraft stuff here. When you do Anixia's Lair for the first time, right? I imagine it's, you know, when you successfully kill Anixia for the first time, you feel like a lot of gratification, a lot of reward for doing it. But as soon as you know how to do it, does that not depreciate in value? It takes, it takes, the thing is for MMOs is it takes a long time to depreciate because you are, you don't get to just spam them. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Warframe to do bosses you can only do once a week. That would be interesting. Because that's, that's why they don't depreciate because you, you're still after your rewards. Same thing for like kill, getting your Agnos kill. That it's the one you're going to get a week. And once you get it, yes, that's the set of rewards. You get it this week. And if you fail, you, which you can still easily do, you ain't going to get those rewards. So you do have, it, it takes a while. And to the point where literally you're just bidding all the rewards, the rewards, that's the thing with MMOs, the rewards keep you going. And Warframe and rewards, being, I'm going to be interested to see how you do this video because it's, you know, it's all about rewards. You might say, like, oh, I, I used to, I used to, when I was playing Classic recently, and people used to say, like, oh, I love the game. It's all about this. It's about community. And, and then p- some people would always try and say, like, it's raiding's not about getting loot. And I'm like, there, there's, there's too much loot whoring if you're, like, only obsessed about loot. But then th- th- to try and say you're not obsessed with the loot and the reward is just, just being, what's the word, disingenuous. Yeah, everyone yeah. cares about the loot reward. That's part of the fundamental part of the game. And so, yeah. But anyway, anyway, anyway moving on. Let's move on for liches, because my whole point there is, I if you made if you got them to fight the liches in some sort of clan lich system, it's like I don't think they would do any better. In I think another no, I think I think they would do worse because it would then create a lot of busy work for clans, yeah, to make sure that they're always still active, always still doing stuff. Because yeah, you know, how do you judge the the liches that you fight? Is it based on the number of active players? Is it based on the the size of the clan, so on and so forth, it becomes really overly complicated. So if you have a ghost clan that has 10 people, 10 active players, and then eight of them walk away from the game, are you still left with those eight people's worth of liches to fight? Mm. Yeah? Or does it? Does the, the whole system just go like, oh, we decided to leave because you are pathetic and meaningless and you know it's it's difficult it's too difficult to especially with a live system like this you know it's not a controlled environment yeah i agree cool right so let's move on and do the patreon questions cool let me find them pretty sure i sent them to Pretty sure. Ah, scroll up. There we are. Oh, God, lots more stuff now. So, Joshua Minich, if the Fertilla review is for the Scott. Hmm? Did if you genuinely f- get his name wrong on purpose, or did you forget? I tried to do it without looking. Did I get it wrong? You got it wrong. It's oh, Minich. Minich. Hey, yeah, I scrolled up. Tried to do it for memory. Got to, got to get those. Minich. If the flotilla relay is for the scar ah, sort of review, flotilla relay is for the Scarlet Spear event. Will the tortilla relay be unveiled as the hub for the Jade Javelin follow-up event? Yes. Also, so, you, know, you never tortilla- got back to me. Well, yeah. What is your operator's in your head cannon name? Oh yeah, I'll 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 message him. I'll do that now. Actually, mine has no name. Yeah, you said you you already said yours had a name. What was his name? 
I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. I don't think I did. No, I'm pretty sure you did. I mean, that's why I literally have him have a face mask and a thing, so that he doesn't have a face. Didn't you go with, like, Ragnath or something? I think it's that's if we were forced to name them. Not its in-canon head name. Like, in the actual universe, what would its name be? Like, he, oh, okay. in my opinion, he just wouldn't have a name. But I think that was, like, if I was forced to put a name to him based on the game, because that's what I would put. Next one. How many puns about status effects can you make? For example, has it made much of an impact on the whole game? Uh, none. I don't know how to do a pun. Face cam. Is that, is that a thing? Face cam? Yes. Right. Nick Evans says, while working from home appears to be a possibility for many of us in the, in the world, do you think Excuse me. It's possible for DE to work from home and actually hit a deadline when it hasn't been possible to do so while working in the office so far. They have hit deadlines in the past. For minor patches. <laughs> they have hit de they've hit deadlines. They can hit deadlines. And I think they can. They, I think if you think about where they are, seeing as they're thinking about when the patch can come out, they are probably very close to it. And I think they, they'll be able to get the work done. And if, if they need to take two weeks rather than one week, if they're in the studio to get it done with a little bit of work, they'll, they'll get it done. But that's, I think at first people will... Getting, working from home, at first it'll be like, oh, look, I'm at home. People will chill out a bit and, and won't do as much work. But then a couple of weeks in, and I'll be like, ah... You can't right, see I'm, I'm shaking my head. No, that's just not the case. What? Well, like, you know, just, oh, I'm working from home. Just chill out a bit. More often than not, it's just chaotic because people are trying to work out how do communications work. It's mm, like how 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 do how do talk to people? I forget how. You know, like I I think D is not going to suffer that much from that because because their office is divided in two and they actually have like a a hallway. Um, in a, a shopping mall or super, uh, no, sorry, uh, yeah, just basically a mall. In the middle of it, they have to communicate easily, and I can't envision people just getting up and walking across to the other side of the building to be able to talk to each other. They're going to have internal communications, like the business equivalent of Discord, which is called Slack. I'm they do have Slack. Yeah, but I'm not quite sure if everyone knows what Slack is. Just say Slack. Yeah, I don't know if everyone knows what Slack is because I've I've seen businesses that haven't got a clue what Slack is. Well, they're wrong. Yeah, I know. I don't even use Slack, and I know what Slack is. And but at the same time, like my company that's now gone full work from home with the whole COVID nineteen thing, we are you know the developers, the engineers, and everything. They're just like, yep, completely on the ball. We know how to do this, right? We could we could we could talk, you know, long distances, not a problem, but. The CPs and sorry, the the client partners and the project managers who are not used to be able to, um, sorry, who are used to be able to just walk up to someone and ask them a question that can no longer do that. They are like struggling a bit, and it's it's something that everyone just needs to get used to. But I think D will have no problem. <laughs> I think they'll have a bit of problem, but I'll get used to it. Because this is going to be a long-term thing, everyone. This is probably going to be three months, I would suggest. Aim for aim for that. It might be shorter, it might be longer, but aim for at least three months in your mind, because that's what you've got to do. Right, moving on. 
Nick Evans also asked, will you ever consider letting the other people potentially, sorry, letting other people potentially contribute to the writing episodes of TTL or FFS? Yeah, totally. Um, and I we have in the past. Yeah, we have done in the past. It was a bit rocky in some places. I mean, realistically, the thing that I need is directors and, you know, cameramen and crap like that. And I need time. I need time. You have loads of time now. I'm still working, Loz! Nick Evans says, If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? No, but I'd question your eyesight. It, first of all, it's a song. So, don't trick us, Nick Evans. Secondly, if you actually mean these words, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but and everyone's entitled to their own opinion, that doesn't make it right. Nick Evans then moves on. How does Loz feel that he's finally been part of an Arbiters? What was it? Everything he hoped, everything he feared, everything he vaguely realized would happen, wasn't really interested enough to actually find out about until this particular opportunity presented itself. I was on what now? <laughs> I was just pulled into a room, said, you're going to ask Zeno questions, and then it just started with no fanfare, and I'm like, all right. No, no, all no, 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 you guys had like half an hour to prepare questions. Yeah, I was shoved in a room, told to make questions, then told I'm asking questions, then we ask the questions, and Zeno just sort of laughs and just maniacally does things, and then that was it, and I was like, right, still don't know what this show is all about. What's the point of this show? Did, did you enjoy yourself? What's, what is this enjoy word you speak of? I do not understand. I am trapped did, in a did, room. Did you giggle over the, the idea of indigo paperclip? No. Did you see the, did you actually watch the episode? No. Ah, oh, you need to watch it, Joe. You did. You got edited. There was a bit that, about that that was edited quite nicely. Very good. Frugal ask, why waste time say lot words when few words do trick? What? Why waste time say lot words oh, when few words do, do the trick? Job. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I was like, what trick? What, what are we talking about a trick? You got a response to that? No, sorry, Donda Esta la Biblioteca. Fair enough. Google then asks, can we reliably trigger Lars by mentioning Doctor Who? <laughs> I knew that was coming as well. <laughs> I saw the last question on the face. He's triggered now, it's fine. Yes, the answer is yes. Lars, move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> God damn it. Stop. All right, move on to the community responses. Hey, at least you haven't watched Picard. I know of Picard. Yeah, well... That's not nearly as bad. That, all right, so the difference is... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do I need to repeat myself? Android Vulcan Mind Meld. Yeah, still not as bad. Android Vulcan Mind Meld. Right, yeah. No, 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 no. If, if you want it to be as bad, right, what it would be is that character that's just done an Android Mind Meld, right? would have to travel back in time and be the one that actually taught the first Vulcan how to do it. 
that would be the kind of level of disrespect. Like it is. I, I don't get. Don't get me wrong. That's no, kind of bad. No, but then no, no, step no. it up to the next how, level. How? How? How could? No, it just doesn't fucking make sense. Why yeah, is an exactly. artificial brain able to yeah, do yeah, telepathic I, shit? I'm with you on that. But then, if you wanted to move it up to Doctor Who level, make it that that character that is doing this, even though they shouldn't be able to do it, was actually the one that traveled back in time and gave Vulcans the ability to do mind melds in the first place. That would be the kind of stupidity that is the new Doctor Who thing. That's how stupid the new Doctor Who thing is. I don't know. Okay, fine. What about a Romulan uh, security chief at Starfleet? Well, that could happen. They're not part of the Federation. How can that happen? Neither are the Klingons. They're the Klingons are. They have an alliance Mm. with the Federation. Of an alliance, but they're not part of the Romulans. Have an alliance. Actually, Actually why wasn't it? Worf the chief of the security? Worf would make great chief of security. Yeah, I know. Probably couldn't get Rogel Dawn. They probably didn't even try. They, yeah, they probably didn't even try. They didn't want it to be like the next generation thingy of uh, seeing all them. So, yeah, e- even though Rogel Dawn would be like amazing, just be like, just, you just have to sit there and just speak. And just be like, Meh. why did you say Rogel? I know he's around. It's, it's, it's Rogel Dawn, isn't it? Is that? Oh, I thought it was Michael Dawn. Michael Dawn. Michael Dawn. Michael Dawn. Oh, Michael Dawn. Don't say Rogel. Where am I get Rogel from? Michael Dawn. He's amazing, and I know he he is around and likes it because he does stuff for the um, uh, Star Trek Online. He does voice acting for that, so he's definitely around. They just didn't want to do him. But anyway, anyway, let us go on to these comments. Tony Coven and Sikat. Oh, Zrugel. Zrugel. Nidus Deluxe does add some spikes on some of the abilities, at least Stomp and the Tentacle. Atlas Deluxe at least has its own golems. Every Exalted Weapon has a Deluxe variant. That's true, but they're not... When, when we were talking about that, I did forget about those bits, which is true, which is kind of like half the way there. But for, the, for instance, the Nidus Deluxe, the, if it was a proper thing, Deluxe, as we were meaning, like you have to change all the abilities, not just put a few things in. No, it's like the, no, it's, the I, little I'm, whippets. I want to jump in because I really feel what's worse about the Nidus Deluxe is it is so intangible. Like, unless you know they are there, you will not spot them because it's just a few spikes. If it was like different colors, if it looked more me- uh, metallic and things like that, or you know, more. A completely different effect. Yeah, from from scratch. It really yeah. like like the the golems for Atlas. You know, they are completely new meshes and everything like that. That works. That's what Nidus needed. That's not what he got. Right. I. Uh, that's yeah. Like on his fourth, I'm terrible. With Nidus. He spawns the little infested things. He does the patch and the maggots come out. Yeah. Yeah, and the maggots are still the normal maggots. That's the big one yeah. for me. Yeah. They they need to be different. They, they you know that's that's how you make it. That's what I meant. That yeah. level. But at least there's something which I don't get me wrong. But they do the same for primes as well. Yeah. It did say every exalted weapon has a Dulux variant. Every exalted weapon has a du- a Dulux variant. I'm not sure on that one, but that's what Tony Coven for Coven said. Right, but anyway, let's move on. Cursed Gunner. <laughs> I had to put this one in. Lol, I still watch this show, even though I haven't played this game in two and a half months. I was hyped for Railjack, but I knew when I dropped when, when I dropped that it wasn't what it was hyped as. Then everyone was like, stop complaining, D is going to make 
It's going to regularly update it, but it's been about up to three months and no real updates or missions. LMAO, it's fine, though I play Path of Exile because they drop stuff every three months, and I hop into Warframe once a week to visit my dojo just so I don't get kicked out of my clan, but I still enjoyed the long-form podcast, so here I am. Thank you very much, Curse Gunner, and I hope that maybe we'll be able to tell you when some cool stuff comes out for Railjack. I will say, though, and I'm going to get this before Xeno pops in, now... I, I agree. I would probably be one of these people who also said, don't worry, they will update Railjack. However, I will also point out January and March are, are months that basically do not exist for DE. <laughs> they just don't. Every year, they barely get a scratch of content out in January and not that much out maybe in February. And it's at the end of February before you see anything big. March before anything really you can sink your teeth into. So yeah, they, they trust me that Railjack will get. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll stake my game playing Warframe career that they will get back to Railjack. There will be more missions. They will add more stuff to. It. I mean, they're trying to. They haven't even got around to doing the command system, and but they'll get there. It's just that I don't know what it is, but just January and February are never good months. They kind of get everything out they can before Christmas, and then they just. I don't know. They all get drunk over Christmas, and it takes them months to recover. It's, it's kind of that kind of thing. But just got to give it time. But I like to see that the point I love about this this comment from Curse Gunner is he's doing exactly what he should do. Instead of just going, Warframe hasn't got any content. I'm burning out. Where's the content? Where's the content? He picks another game, Path of Exile, great game. Playing that, it's giving the content, and then eventually he can be, you know, calms down on Warframe, gets his fill of Path of Exile, sees an update for Warframe, can come back and enjoy it, rather than people who just keep going onto Warframe day after day, burning themselves out. This is, this is very good. Well done, Curse Gunner, and it's nice to hear you listening. Yeah, no, I completely concur. The only addition I will have, is, sorry, will add, is the whole, oh God, the squad linking thing that's supposed to be coming with Scarlet Spear. My hope yeah. is that this will be something that stays rather than is a proof of concept, much like the survival event many years ago. And then goes away to get you know updated or whatever. So I'm hoping that what they do is a more complete version of the final product. The only concern I have is that each mission doesn't have alternative, uh, God, objectives. Sorry, uh, optional objectives. It's all oh no, this is what you're gonna do. This is you know, it's, which is not what it was originally pitched to be back in Tenocon. It was originally pitched at Tenocon that you had second squad, beta squad, that was just, oh, and we're going to fish. Oh, yeah, let's just see if anyone wants to do, wants us to do anything. But right. now it's a, it's a forced setup of, you know, you four go do this, you four go do that, which... Yeah, but... So you're saying you wanted the kind of casual secondary objective on normal missions? No, you uh, kind of, not how they presented it. I wanted it to say like, you know, oh, Loz needs help with his Railjack mission. Do you want to help him in your mission? You have a thing that you could do. And you just hit yes. And then it's like, right, here's a secondary objective. Go, uh, right. go steal that, this that, thing. I think or that's, that's, a, that's a lot of work that basically every map would have to be loading and preparing a secondary hidden objective that you would only activate when and if that appeared. Yeah. I don't know how much work that would be. Neither do I. But the, the, the whole point I'm trying to make is that this is I, something... I think the, th the thing is, you're applying what was very easy to do on the open world to what is probably very, very complex in other missions. And you're just going, yeah, I want that thing. 
my concern is that this is just going to be another mission type that is going to yeah. get um, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm with you on that. I do feel that it's like... Why do I do this thing? Yeah, no, the, the, special, the, the special feel of it is that kind of casual secondary mission objective. Like, I'm in the middle of my exterminate, and it comes up. Oh, go yeah. do the spy vault. Drew needs help. There. Yeah. By the way, that we could help him out by going to that nearby spy vault, and you're yeah. like, what spy vault? And a door opens up, and you're like, oh, down there. Yeah. Like, obviously, your character ignored it because the info wasn't useful for your objective right now, but it could be objective. Now, like, yeah. that's been re-evaluated as useful to him right now. You could go do it. And I, I'm with you on that. Maybe you could do it. I'm not sure if you could do it on... It, maybe it could be done on endless missions, like, if you're doing an endless mission, because the maps are going to be smaller. Like, if you're in the middle of... Well, maybe not survival. Um, I haven't even said that one. Like, survival, interception, defense. You know, because they're endless. If you were just doing a defense and it said nearby communication mask is a mast is is having some useful data, do you wish to assist? And you're yes. Because because you're gonna be in that for a longer time than normal, yeah. it'd be easy for it to pop up and say, Hey, by the way, there's the secondary thing that somebody wants you to do. Whereas if it's just it, I think it'd be very hard to get them done if you were just doing captures, for instance, because you just blitz them in two minutes. Yeah, maybe so captures maybe up. captures are just not eligible. You know, mm. maybe rescues are not eligible. Maybe it's like exterminates or spies. But even so, I would still. I think it would still be important for it to start like this is going to start with like you doing a specific mission for this because you need people doing the this, this secondary objectives. So I think well, the call of both existed. The whole point of what I was proposing is that it's more dynamic, it's more flexible. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. You don't have to be in the right place at the right time. It's the right place comes to you. Right, but... I'm pointing out that also, if you're going to look at a two-hour play session of normal missions, non-endless, I think the majority of the time players will spend them in on a set, not in a mission. Actually, that's a question I want to know. How? Sorry, do you? Do people prefer doing? Cap, sorry, uh, I don't know. Short-lived missions or endless missions? Because I remember Headshot years ago. He was saying like he hated survival missions. Because that's what they always did for the void keys. Mm, I think that was just more because of the repetition. And because of yeah, the yeah. But my point is that you know, do you prefer short-lived missions like captures, rescues, some stuff like that, or do you prefer long-lived missions where you're not constantly coming in and out? Don't choke and die. But I'm gonna ask that as um, a question. Do you prefer? Um, Short lived um or endless missions. Are you done dying? No. Uh fair enough if you want to put that as a question, but I think it's a bit meh. No, honestly, <coughs> I I prefer the short lived stuff. I don't, I don't I like both. I think they have their own they all add to the game and I like them both. I wouldn't choose to do one or the other. Anyway, let's keep going where we at. I'm not giving a both option. Host and Fisk says Riven disposition should be tied to MR tiers. That's what I would live to see. No. You want me to Fair elaborate? Enough. No, that's fine. Yokai1235 has linked to video. You done dying? Linked to video. Uh, no, I'm done dying. Someone just sent me a message. I'm going to have to check. Um, Yokai1235 has linked me a video. I will make sure I watch that. It's to do with. Liches. I just didn't get time to do it for this one, but I've put it in my thing to remember for next time. 
Pepper says Rivens can be locked behind Master Rank 18 currently, which is the highest Master Rank gate in the game, so it's 18. Okay. Type, 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 type. Type, type, type. Uh, Ill- Ill- last one. Illidrian says one day, or one day, ago, one day ago. Zeno complaining about the use of the term islands of content to describe the separate DE systems, despite the fact Steve himself coined the phrase at Tenocon when talking about the planes and Valis. And then later on to describing bringing all the disparate systems they themselves admit should be linked together. This is also while acknowledging that Railjack is an island, and yet somehow trying to defend the Kuva Lich system, which beyond. Oh, wow. Uh, this is all while acknowledging that Railjack is an island, yet somehow trying to defend the Kuva Lich system, which, beyond stealing your rewards and occasionally popping into a mission, is not linked to the rest of the game in a meaningful way. I honestly don't know why you chose to get bugged about this descriptive, mate. It's literally the second most apt one after Ruins of the Castle on top of Ruins of the Castle, Lars mentioned. <clears throat> Wait, I'm confused. Did you say that Kuva Liches were an island in the game? No, I said they weren't. They weren't. Yeah, because you still use your Tenno, you still use your Warframe, you still use your guns. Whereas Railjack and Arcwing, like, there is no real joining mechanics to what you've already accumulated. You had to start again. With the Plains of Eidolon, with Orb Valis, you still had your powerful equipment. With the Kuva Liches, you still have your powerful equipment, right? Okay, fine. Mm. Ruins of a castle on top of the ruins of a castle. You can say that the Kuva Lich system is a castle on top of the body of the core gameplay, the gunplay, the, the melee system, so on and so forth. That still exists. But Railjack is a separate island of content. I get bugged down by this. I get bugged by this because it's a poor descriptor and people understand stuff to mean one thing and they then spread misinformation because they don't understand how the thing works mm-hmm. you know it's like call it anal retentive i don't know but i don't like it when people describe things wrong when they use the wrong terms yeah I can get behind that. Yeah. So I remember, like, the one thing you always hate is when people use data mining. Yeah. When people use data mining wrong. You know, and just because people are using it wrong doesn't mean that you should redefine the definition of it. Exactly. Right. But that's it for the comments. So let's move on to the topics of the week. Right. So, topic one. Interesting law clarification on the last prime time. Uh, Scroll down. Is there a reason why every common Railjack resource needs a special UI pop-up? Then topic three. The owner of the Railjack should get priority. So let's go to topic one. And both Loz and I care oh so much. That sounds... Uh, sarcastic. We care a lot about the lore of Warframe. And would you say I care more about the lore of Warframe than you do? I think it's equal. I wouldn't. It's not something I think that needs to be competitive. I would both say, I think we both could say, though, that one of our greatest interests and enjoyments of the game is the lore. Mm-hmm. We would both put it easily in our top five or less of important reasons. Yeah. Well, right. I think, I think that'd be a fair comparison, because it is. I, 
we both we're both very similar on these things. We don't play games going, oh, I just enjoy the game. We like to know why we're playing the game. What's the game? St- what is the story the game is trying to play? And yeah. So, so, so trying to say it's very important to both of us. Yeah. Which is why I never understand why people don't read the quests of World of Warcraft. I just yeah. I mean, so, don't be <laughs> wrong. There's sometimes in an area or a zone I'd get bored and be like, eh, this quest is not important because it's about goblins in the corner of the map trying to sell bones of basilisks or something stupid like okay this is not adding to the law but don't get me wrong when it gets to the important stuff i'm like right we're attacking this major city i better read the why (laughs) why am i doing this why am i murdering civilians you know right many people myself included figured that primed warframes since their creation via the lost orican technology were essentially stronger prototypes in use before the fall of the empire that the tenno and others couldn't imitate in full. I did read that right, didn't I? You did, word for word. Okay. This led to, uh, to questions like, how does Valkyrie Prime fit into the base version? Um, sorry. How does Valkyrie Prime fit if the base version was experimented on? What about Titania and other quest frames that reward you with the base version, despite the quest being in the Orican era. <coughs> Sorry. Why does the Leverian depict the base version of the frame rather than the Prime? On Prime Time, Reb mentioned that the Ivara Leverian occurs when Ivara hasn't been primed yet. This makes me think that uh, the Primes are not original prototypes, but actually elite variants of the original Warframe, similar to Eczema. I don't know if that's supposed to be Eximus, but, you know. These upgrades are given to them when they perform a great feat of combat prowess, such as Avara's single-handed capture of the Myrmidon. What, so what are your thoughts on this? I just I just thought I'd Google Eximera, and I'm confused Eximera. as to... They're trying... It seems like the only thing I can find of it is the wiki, and the wiki is using Eximera as a singular for Eximus. Okay. Uh, why not? Why? Why? There's an Eximus. Over there is seven Eximus units. Yeah. It's like popcorn. They're now using the term Eximera. Yeah. Eximera of this type have innate resistance to 50% of all damage types. Blitz Eximera are exclusive to the corpus. No, Blix Eximus. What? Why? Who? Who's coming up with this? Did D do this? I don't think so. I don't so. remember saying Eximera in game. Well, whenever you have, you have like um, a Frost Eximus unit. You have yeah. a uh, Blast Eximus unit. It's like sheep. You know, there's a sheep. There's some sheep. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Sorry, I'm replying to this Reddit thread. What is the use of the word Eximera? Eximus is both a plural and singular. Yeah. Anyway, this is stupid. So I'm not going to. First of all, I don't want to say I'm, I don't. Unless somebody can correct me. If I'm wrong, and this is an established fact, then fine. But to me, it just feels wrong. Until I see something that is more authoritative, I'm going to say that's wrong. 
Uh, so I'm going to go with Eximus because it's. Isn't Eximus a, a, like a pronoun? I think Eximus is just a made up word. Well, no, I mean, like, it, it's a word that wouldn't warrant a plural or singular. Anyway, let's just let's, let's. I don't know because I think it's more of an adjective. There is an Xmas Lancer. There is an Xmas Ancient. It's more descriptor, but mm. it also works as a noun. There is an Xmas. Like you wouldn't say there is a sweet for. I'm going back to the popcorn example. Mm. You you know there's buttered popcorn. So the popcorn, but then that's like there are buttered sweets and and butter is a thing. But then you wouldn't say there is a butters. You know, or there is a sweet. Yeah. So I don't know, but I just don't like the idea of Exomera. It just seems stupid. Anyway, so what they're saying is Reb has now made a specific thing that, that the Prime is not the first version and that it still works the other way around. These upgrades were given to them and they performed a great feat of press such as well. So I don't know about you, but there's a bunch of this that doesn't make sense to me. Right. Well, for example, how on earth do we have a prime variant of Limbo after Limbo blew himself up? Yeah, I... How do we have... Well, uh, no, it still doesn't... It's still... By saying this, is there multiple Limbo? No, see, my understanding was that there wasn't. Yeah. Because it was the one that blew himself up. This is my problem with... The same with uh, Aniros, right? Aniros was um, the guardian of the sand. The sky people feared (laughs) as I cowered before him. (laughs) Do you remember the the, the (laughs) Aniros? He just worked out... The sand guardian. Guardian of the sand. The sky cowers before him. The sky people cower before him. The sky people cower before him. Fuck off. Yeah. No, you see, yeah, it needs to be clear. I mean... I don't know. Have they done any of their official movie scenes that show multiple of the same frame in it? No. No, yeah. they never have. I think it's more... It's it's sort of like a, like a game like Overwatch. You could have Tracer be on both sides of the game, but there is only one Tracer. Yeah. Well, I think that that's... Like, the, the problem is that with Overwatch, canonically, it doesn't make any sense because... You know, Raper. Uh, God, Jesus! Wow, <laughs> Reaper. Wow, good, good Freudian slip there. Reaper and uh, Soldier Seventy Six wouldn't be on the same team. No, you could come up with some sort of Marvel comic stupidity about why they're on the same team. For but you would show. have a super bad that they would fight against, which currently or, no, no super bad exists. No, you could you could have it that, and they could even have that, like Soldier Seventy Six and. Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're fighting against the rest of Overwatch, but they don't know that you've got a whole of a Hydra behind-the-scenes thing, and it's, uh, you know, it, you don't realise what's going yeah, on. It's, it's just like, kind of thing. there's, there's no method. But one of the reasons I feel Warframe has managed to get away with, oh, but there's, right now, there are hundreds of thousands of the same Warframe everywhere, is mm. exclusively because of the whole cloning duplication thing with, like, with uh, Excalibur Umbra. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing that needs the game needs to decide on because the 
what about ultimate alternate helmets as well? Is it that there is only one Excalibur and all the other alternate helmets are just random bits of other alternative helmets that Excalibur wore? Or is it that those are different copies of the frame? Because that, that would allow for variants on the frame. It's it's like I think the I think originally it was equipment mm. because if you think way back when with the arcane variants of the helmets like they the swindle stats. they had stats so it was like wearing a different piece of armor but it was still Loki mm. underneath it with the swindle yeah. helmet so I think that was the objective it wasn't like how we perceive them with faulty frame squad and tactical terror league they have different names yeah. it's you know so but but you are right that this then contradicts with the it's like there is a Avara, there was an Avara, and that Avara eventually got primed. But it, that now, doesn't make sense for Valkyr or Limbo because they either died before they got primed, or they were created they, after the Oricon era. Yeah, they or they were not in their prime form after the Oricon era, which is just like they need to lock this down. So, silly. I mean, I think a simple fix for uh, Valkyr. Is Valkyr was always Valkyr before, like the the whole Gethsemane skin and all that stuff. Like Valkyr yeah. was always Valkyr before Alad V got on, uh, got his hands on her. But all Alad V was just disfigure her, mm. right? So that could allow for a Valkyr Prime, right? Limbo, you could say the primes are. Not the same Warframe, but they replicated the Warframe. Like So how you've got Excalibur, you've got Excalibur Prime and Excalibur Umbra, right? So, mm. ah, yes, we're using Excalibur as the base, but we're making a primed version of him, mm. right? That could explain Limbo blowing himself up, but they still had the base blueprint of Limbo and they created a prime variant of him. Yeah. Does that, so they, do you, they can make a second copy, basically. Yes, that that's mm. that's how I interpret the whole. Uh, oh shoot, Excalibur to Umbra thing. The thing that I have issue with was I'm pretty sure Excalibur Prime's codex entry says he is the first Warframe. I think this is like Excalibur is the first, but that would still. No, I th I thought it was specifically the Prime version. Yeah, but it could be that he was then primed, is what they're saying. Well, that's what uh, they're saying now, and if that's the case, yeah. change the the plot, right? Change retcon it, right? Because one of the biggest um, holes we had in terms of plot was Nova, because Nova yeah. was supposed to be designed by. Well, no, they added a lot. They, they obviously they did it was change designed by the players, and they actually put that in game. And yeah. then they were like, "Oh, that doesn't make sense because that means Warframes are made in the new era." And it's like, right, we need to retcon this, so they kind of retconned it. Yeah. So I think it is. I still think there are things that they need to highlight. There's still things that they need to elaborate on. Like, did the Prime variants ever have control of themselves? You know, like, I think 
With the Anairos one, I can't remember if it was implied that Anairos was originally from the colony that Barrow was from. Mm. I can't remember because it's been so long since I've done that quest. Yeah. You can't repeat that quest, can you? No, there's so many quests you can't repeat. That's that's something that I'd really like them to to jump on. Mm. I well, the sad thing is, I don't think they're going to ever bother getting it right. I'm getting coming to the feeling that though they care, they try and care about some law continuities. I don't think they want to nail the entire plot down. I think they're not bothered to fix any continuity issues because the players aren't that interested in it. Yeah, it doesn't affect the people playing day-to-day. And as long as people have a rough idea what's going on, there were Warframes in the past. There are Prime Warframes, which are better. Some something, 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 Dark Side. Yeah. You know? So it's because, like, interactions with existing characters don't make sense there's like a perfect example is little duck you know she for some strange reason in the comics is fine working with warframes then at fortuna she will not talk to warframes then uh during the disruption missions she's yep. perfectly happy to talk to warframes and it's like, why did she not want to talk to Warframes at Fortuna? I, the disruption missions I don't think matters because that's just what's that, that's kind of like a long distance thing. She, she kind of is talking to both in that regard. I agree, but even so, you could say that she's talking to both at Fortuna. So it's like, no, because that's in person. There's a choice there. You, you, she right. literally couldn't, she couldn't be like, I'm not going to send a message unless you get out of your Warframe. That doesn't make sense. Well, she could, but as you said, no, but no, it no, make sense. no, she couldn't because for you to hear it, you'd have to be hearing it while in your Warframe. We don't actually know how their phones work. How their space phones? Work. We no, no, we do. We, well, we don't. We don't. But you'd still have to hear it while you're in your Warframe to go get out your Warframe. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in person, it's easy to go, I'm not talking to you like that, get out of that. It's like if you walked into a bank wearing a, uh, a motorcycle helmet with it down, they will, well, they'll try and shoot you probably, but that they'll be like, we're not talking to you, we're not dealing with you while you're wearing that bicycle, uh, motorcycle helmet, and you yeah. take the motorcycle helmet off. But they can tell you that in person, but the bank doesn't phone you up and say, I know you're wearing a motorcycle helmet, take that motorcycle helmet off before we talk to you about your banking stuff. I, I remember years, like, oh God, this is going back years and years and years ago when I was a kid. Like, years and years and years ago. Yes, uh, it was snowing really heavily, and I wore a balaclava to you know stay warm and things. I went popped into a petrol station to you know just pick up a sandwich and a drink, and like literally, <laughs> I stepped through the door and everyone freaked the fuck out. I had to take it off immediately, otherwise, God knows what would have happened. Yeah, because it's a balaclava, Drew. Yeah, I know. But apparently the fact that it's like bloody blizzard outside doesn't mean shit all and I'm a kid. Doesn't matter. People can't tell that you're a kid. I know. You I know. be a very smart out. But it's it's actually that's more I don't know if other if other countries that'd be acceptable, but it's kind of actually more of a British thing. We like to know who we're dealing with yeah. and we don't we don't I mean you might have been like, Oh, it's Carl, I want to wear this thing and you're a kid, obviously I know what you yeah. like when you're young. But still, 
we don't like not seeing who we're talking to. Yeah. We like that direct communication. That I know who you are and I, and you can see who I am. Actually, we don't, that's, I completely agree with this because one difficulty I have is we do the whole face cam thing. So people recognize us by face. Yeah. When someone comes up to me at like a convention and things, oh, I'm so-and-so. It genuinely takes me a moment to adjust to it because yes, I've been talking to you via text. Yes, I've been talking to you audibly, but I don't know your face. So it takes me a moment and I feel uncomfortable doing so associating the voice to the face that I never had before. And I, I, I am a little standoffish, so I can totally get where that's coming from. It's, it's, it is a British thing that we like to see even know people's faces. Like you say, yeah, at first we're like, oh. Yeah. If you know someone's face, you'd be more open about them because you know who they are. You can see their face and you're used to that. Yeah. We, well, the, I, I know there's probably other countries to be the same thing, but it is actually a very important thing in Britain. Well, I've, I've turned around now and said, like, you know, if I'm going to meet you at Tenocon, can you please send me a photo of what you look like before we meet? You know, yeah. just, you know, just so I am not like completely caught off guard. <laughs> Cause I do, I just feel like that. But so I can appreciate why Little Duck, right? Yeah. Wants to talk to the Tenno in person, right? But it does feel like why does she want to talk to the, the Tenno in person? There's no motivation given to the actions. Granted, mm. you don't need it, but. I think one of the big things that was shown off during the demo of the Scarlet Spear event during the last dev stream was that Lil Duck then had no issue talking to Warframes. Yeah. And it's like, but if she had an issue before, why does she have no issue now? What, the, what's the what's happened? Is that, the actual truth is that, that before, that was on the Valis, that was the rep to do with getting the amps, which is a thing to do with Tenno. So like, oh, let's make them use the, this is the equivalent of Onco, and at Onco you have to do your thing with your Tenno, so now we're going to do this here. I This is my pet hate about how they do development, that everything is always linked together for the new thing. I've yeah. said it in the past. Right. Topic at hand. Mm-hmm. I feel that yes, you could say primes are the updated that they're the version two of the original, mm. but this does not fix any of the continuity issues with Valkyr or other warframes. Mm. Like you know, uh, should we go to the replies? Yeah, sure. Still doesn't explain why Nidus Prime is a thing. I'm the law. Okay. I assume that's in the lore. Nidus is the failed prototype of the first Warframe. It makes no sense. There would happen to be a prime version of him, lore-wise, at least. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Is it? Look. How, when, where, where does it say that he's the, the failed attempt at the first Warframe? I thought the whole point was that after they created Nidus, they then... Yeah, it says law. Uh, but the Myconians aren't asking for charity. Then such an ascending infestation comes from an old war relic, a relic that I know will be extremely dangerous. You return to the Tyrone, your second submission. There's known about the history of Warframe, Nidus Warframe. Have the Myconians version infestation reveals the infested strain that created Nidus was help, was, has helped them understand how to become immune to it, allowing them to fast in flesh. Nidus has a mysterious connection with the Helminth. 
being the only warframe that can purposely be infected by the helmet virus, the extent of the relationship is currently unknown. Trivia. No, it doesn't say anything about him being the first Warframe. Or the failed. But, you know, I, I think also you just said something about him being susceptible to the Helminth infestation. No, this has a mysterious connection with the Helminth, Helminth besides being the only Warframe that can purposely be infected by the Helminth virus. The extent of relationship is currently unknown. Right. But it, the Helminth virus comes from. Yeah. Virus. Maybe, but the whole point is that. No, it does. What That's you how you get infected. You have to do a get to get a Warframe infected. You do a mission with no, Inardus. but the oh God. The sacrifice states the fact that Warframes are made using the Helminth strain of the infestation. Yes, I know. But if I have a Rhino, if I want to get this Rhino neck infected, I have to go play a mission with Nidus. Uh, not just Nidus. It could be anyone that's been infected previously. But yes, right. But. <laughs> But, but who is I'm, patient zero in that scenario? Oh yeah, totally, totally Nidus. But my oh, my confusion here is like, how can you be infected with what made you? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, do, do you not see how I'm confused? The word Nidus is Latin root nest. Ah. There you go. Is, is defined as the site of origin for disease or bacteria or a place where bacteria multiplies. I remember StarCraft, the Nidus Canal. Just, what? Yeah, I, it doesn't say anything on here. No, that's a very good point. That's very good. I was like, I was just remembering it in my head. Nidus Canal. I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing on here about him being the first Warframe, so I can just go away. Ah, so... no, but it does raise a point of how do you prime Nidus, though? Yeah, exactly. That is, that is a fair point they're putting forward. It doesn't make sense. Next one. People are hung up on the notion that primed warframes and weapons are actual pieces of ancient Oricon technology. That doesn't mean they were the first or even necessary prototype warframes, just that they existed in the Oricon era and presumably saw use. I don't know. Do you know, I think, I bet you, it kind of feels like it's common knowledge that the primes are first, or they feel like first. Can we get the Excalibur you... Prime Codex entry? Yeah, sure. I think they said that somewhere on a dev stream ages ago. I mean, we're dealing with years here, so prime. Uh, Excalibur Prime is the episode of maternity and defense. If each is the same ability as Excalibur, it has a unique mod. No, that's not it. Uh, uh, it just said, is that the same one as basic Excalibur? So for Prime, it says, the sentence had won, they turned our weapons or technology against us, the more advanced we became, the greater our losses, the war was over unless we found a new way. In our desperation, we turned to the void, the blind night, the hell space where our science and reason failed. We took the twisted few that returned from that place, we built a frame around them, a conduit of their affliction, gave them the weapons of the old, gun and blade, a new warrior, a new code was born, these rejects, these Tedo became our saviors, warrior gods cast in steel and fury, striking our enemies in a way they could never comprehend. Excalibur was the first. Right, okay. I always assume yeah. that meant Excalibur Prime was the first. Yeah. What does Excalibur's Codex Entry say? Wow. <laughs> Excalibur's Codex Entry doesn't exist. <laughs> it says a perfect balance of motility and offense. Excalibur is the ideal warframe for new players. Yeah. I really don't 
think that anymore. Slash dash is useless. Moving on. Considering how the Orokin were, do you actually think there would be do anything less than make a fully gilded prime right away? Or, at the most, they probably made the frames looking like the full prime, except some extra details like full gilding and all the extra spiky metal bits were added afterwards. But then what's the point of testing something if you aren't actually going to test the full product? Yeah, I know. It, this is where it's sad, because instead of coming up with the set law for this, they're basically doing it by ear and just running it the gameplay-wise, we have a separate version of the, the frame that you can spend money on. That is actually what's going on. It's very sad. They don't seem to be wanting to stick to anything concrete on this. And the last one is, ever since playing The Sacrifice, my theory has been there are the original prototypes converted from humans, example, the Xalva Umbra, which are then either redesigned or altered directly into an ornate production model or primed form. Non-primed versions are then a shallow imitation of the original Warframe produced with what surviving information we have of the original designs. See, that, see this is the kind of thing which is trying to make logic of it. And I don't think they have any logic yeah. for it. There, there is no mass production. There is no which order they make them in. They just literally DE made frames uh, when they designed the game. They made Warframes, and they're like, oh, we should make super versions. So they started making primes. Then they're like, oh, yeah, they're just like better versions. And then it was like, okay, where do they fit law-wise in? We don't know. And then they're like, oh, and here's an Umbra, which just basically ruins this whole system you've been building. Okay, why are you adding it in? Because we think it's cool. And it's like, right, how does, how does this all fit together? Uh, yeah, I'm, to be honest, I would much prefer Umbra's um, bot that it's not he can be infected with the Helminth virus. He can be infected with the, sorry, the Helminth strain. He can just be infected with the regular strain as well. So he had the Helminth and the infestation strains, which is why he became how he has. But like this, I, I genuinely think there was one Limbo, there was one Mirage. What, was what one. are you talking about, the normal strain? Just the one that's commonly referred to as the infestation. Not the Mutalist infestation, not the um, Helminth. All Warframes not... were made from the Helminth strain. Yes, but what I'm proposing... That's, that was my point previously. Right, what yeah. I'm proposing is that um, Nidus was um, infected with both the Helminth and the regular infestation. No. No? Why? You have no evidence for that. Yeah, no, I, like, that's just not canon, right? Because what's currently written down says that he was infested with the... He was infected with the Helminth strain as every warframe was warframe no, yeah yeah but that's that's why i'm like what so why is he why was he infected with the helm in the strain any different from any other warframe no it's all... more i i think uh, no 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 no. i think you're no. uh think of it more that he his that every warframe reacts to the helm in the strain differently and his body sort of took it upon itself and became a production facility of it, whereas all the other Warframes were injected with, let's say, a hundred helmet by viral loads, and that and they and they warped and changed and became concrete. Whereas he was injected with it and remained fluid, so they could keep making more helmet. So it's not that they're both infected with the same thing; it's just his body turned into a factory for it. Other ones, it sort of burned itself out into a form. Do you think that? 
I would use science words where it'd be like yeah, pluripotent no, I... and omnipotent for like cell progression, where you can get some cells which become cells which can become other cells, but eventually the cell will become a point where it can't change into any other cells and it's like concreted in then. So but early on, it could become other things. So my question to you is do you think that when the Orokin would create the warframes that they molded the creation or they just injected them and saw what came out uh b yeah i like b so much more yeah yeah anyway i i can't believe they chose to build grendel <laughs> they were like <laughs> the eric were like sitting around a desk and be like right guys it's like DE development team. We need to make a new Warframe to battle these evil things which are trying to eat us up. What should we try this time? We got oh my fire God. one, we oh got my... frost oh, one. Oh, no, damn. I just... Uh, I came up with a brilliant thought in my head and then I realised that it's just been completely debunked. You know how Suda, she is the Cephalon of that one Archimedean that was yeah. suffering from Alzheimer's, right? Yeah. I was going to say, what if Evara... Sorry, not Evara... Um, Octavia, right, is the body of the leftovers. So they made, like, so they, they they created the Cephalon from the mind, but then they used the body to create Octavia. But Octavia was there in the comic, and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been cool. That would have been so cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. And also, if it was done like that, that would make sense why. That kind of thing would make sense why some Warframes don't seem to have a personality. Yeah. Like, Umbra was made from a certain, somebody with a mind. All the other Warframes were made from sort of dead people. What if, what if Ash's body, right, was Ordis's... Yeah. Yeah, Orden Karras's uh, body. That, that would have... Oh! Damn, that would have been so cool! Yeah, and... Yeah, because they're just from the dead body and they use dead bodies for it. So it's like, yeah. I also still like the fact that it's just random. They just inject it and then they just do yeah, random things. I agree. It makes more sense. Right. That's it for the replies. Cool. Right. Do I we... feel this is a topic which is always going to float around in Warframe because they're never, I don't think they're ever going to fix this plot vagueness. Yeah, I oh, think no, I no, think no, loads no, of people no. are going to have different interpretations, different understandings I, of the situation. Not really understand. I just think the DE hasn't locked it down. And to be honest, I bet you we're going to see more things which will contradict more things in the future because I don't think they really want to iron this down. Well, no, what I mean is you've got one person here saying that Nidus was the first Warframe, but you've got no... There's nothing that alludes to this whatsoever. How have you come to this conclusion? But I think I just that, disregard that. I just disregard that. Statement. No, no, just, but... That my point is that I think there are plenty of people out there that have this head cannon, right? And if we were to go talk to this person, they would argue blue in the face that Nidus was the first Warframe, even though you and I are both disregarding it because there is no proof of it. Mm. You know, oh, but it makes sense because he has the Helminth virus. It's like, yeah, but they could have had the Helminth virus before. Like, how would they make him without the Helminth virus? Yeah. You know? So... I, I do, I really would like to have some more clarification. And I do like the idea that the Warframes that 
you don't have to fight with mentally, unlike Umbra. They were just cephalonized warframes. Like hell, who would or, be no, or dead or dead people? Yeah, or dead people. Yeah, dead. Um, but like, you know, who who would be Samaras? I would, no, I don't. I don't want. Yeah, I see. The thing is, now you're going for. I don't want to go down that route too much because now you're like, oh yeah, every that means every cephalon's body no. is a warframe. No, this what you, you're just doing. You go like, well, who's cephalon? Was Samaras? I'm like, no, who's Sam- warframe? Was Samaras's Samaras? body never got warframe. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's the thing. I'd, I'd rather do that than uh, start doing like, yeah. You know, or alternatively, it failed. I mean, you know, can any of them fail to Warframe? One thing I would like off the back of the Avara live uh, Laverian, I hope we hear who the other two Warframes were, but we never get them. I'd like to learn about them, but. Learn about them in history, not in obtaining them. And my concern is that as soon as we get teased, uh, these are Warframes that, you know, failed, right? Everyone's going to want them, just like fucking Umbra. Umbra was different because it was the Chinese prime frame release thing. Yeah, but there was no plot behind him in the slightest. Yes, but he was a 3D model. People can get, get behind it. Why don't we have that 3D cool model with the scarf? People can't get behind. Okay. What was up with those other Warframes that I literally mentioned in one line of text? What about... Um, oh, God. What was the name of Red Skittle's concept? You know the one I'm talking about. I think it's where it begins with a T. I can't remember. But, like... You know, how often were people demanding that? They just had a, a sketch. They just had a... Uh, um, he did a, a lot more than one sketch. Though. No, he, he did, did right? But everyone wanted it. You know? So if, if they elaborated on the plot of these other two Warframes, I bet bottom dollar no one would be happy with just having the plot, just having the history of these two Warframes. That's why I think they're nameless. Typhus! That was it. You know. He did a lot of pictures for that, though. Yeah, but you, you get my point, though. Yeah. You know. Anyway. Um, that was cool. Man, he was a good artist. Yep. I don't know what he's up to these days. Right. I kind of want to ask a card, which is, would you be happy learning about the two dead Warframes from Avara's Leverian? It's a long-worded question. What do you think? Mm. Do you think we will ever know... Will, will the law ever make sense? Perfect sense. Yes, no, D, don't care. <laughs> Pretty sure everyone's... Okay. Will the law ever make sense? Perfect sense? Perfect sense. Frame law? Can you fit that in? Will the frame law... Will the f- Warframe... No, frame. 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 
Is we're not talking about the game. We're talking about the frames. The frames. Yeah. Will the frame law ever make perfect? Yeah, that's 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 easily fit. Cool. So we'll ask that. Um, I think DE do care. I just don't think they have the capacity to action on it. No, I like like if you ask Steve, I say Steve cares. Yeah. However, their their caring is beaten by their we are a games company that needs to pump out games and produce money, and so they just yeah. That's, I don't, I don't mean that, that in a mean I way. Said? It sounds mean. No. Oh, that, well, that's what I meant. Apologies. I thought that's what I said. Yeah, I think they care, but I don't think they can action on it. They, they, they will. They will always go. Yes, let's put out the new. Let's put out Railjack. Let's put out right. the Kuva Lich system. Let's put out. You know, they, yeah. they will. They, they're like, we care, but and it's not could, on the forefront. Yeah, of and then it's like, right, we're going to make this new frame that does this thing. It's like, oh, but that contradicts all these little other things in the law. It's like, yeah, but we need to get this stuff out. So we're going to do. Yeah. Let's move on to topic two. Cool. Topic two. Topic. Yeah. Right. Is there any reason why every common Railjack resource needs to be a special UI pop-up? Imagine if you got sorry, imagine if you got one of those pop-ups every time you picked up a ferrite or a rubido or detonite ampules. You're picking up these very common resources basically all the time. So you're getting a giant pop-up with swooshing noises for every single one. It clutters the UI, covers weapon info like the uh, heart, the heat bar. Wait, what? It clutters the UI, covers weapon info like the heat bar and ordinance count, and it delays the pop-up of actual real rewards like salvage. The forge isn't a good reason either. The same information could easily be uh, relayed by having them pop up in the bottom middle as text, like, every, um, like other common resources, and the forge is almost always you so in use so you know what you've got anyway. Yep, I'm behind this person. The reason I think it is like this is because they added these resources in as rewards from mining before we got in our railjacks, and those pop up. So I think they just literally because they pop up there, they have to pop up in space missions. But they really shouldn't. They should what they're saying is they should appear at the bottom middle of the screen like it does when you pick up ferrite or death knight ampules it's kind of a minor thing and it does mean that when you're doing railjack missions there's kind of a delay as it's just trying to get through all the toasts that have to keep popping up every single time you get all these items and they really should alter it for the basic resources to pop up at the bottom in the minor thing and allow oh look you got an engine to pop up on the side only i'm with them Do we need to know about these resources at all? Like how many we pick up? We've just picked up what? Some, you know, you like, want it you want it to be kind of minor, like that if you were checking. Because let's say let's say you are but farming. Do you have a check? Or, yeah, because let's say I'm far it's it's yes and no, it depends. Because when you want these resources, you do care. But when you're not when you're just doing the mission for the sake of the mission, you don't. When I it's 
it's very rare that, but back in the day, there used to be times I would farm for plastids. Yeah. And so I would want to know when I picked up plastids, but that's why it would appear at the bottom of the screen in the middle. Yeah. You picked up 23 plastids, kind of minor, so that I could be like, what was, because that was back in the days of like the yellow cake tins. But that was also back in the days when you couldn't see mission progress either. You couldn't hold down tab or press P. Oh, yeah, the progress menu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so I think a small minor toast when I'm doing Railjack just to say, yeah, that was the. I've forgotten all the names now. Titanium. Just say titanium. No, Copernix. Copernix. Okay. Let's say I'm trying to get myself 200 Copernix and it's like, okay, there's 25 Copernix, there's 50 Copernix. I could just keep checking the progress bar each time, but I'd like to. It, it just saves me doing that. So always, I have to like pick up a thing. Was that Copernix? No. Pick up a thing. Was that Copernix? No. Pick up a thing. Was that Copernix? Yes. Ten of them. Right. Okay. Pick up a thing. Yes. That's Copernix. You know. It, it just so that way you could just keep flying around, picking up the cans. Like, yep, Copernix, 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 and like, oh, how many have had in total? Progress menu. So yeah, just take them off. But at the moment, they're on the big toasts. You know what I mean by the big toasts? Yeah, yeah. dude, I I am fully appreciative of the word toast that you're using. You are doing yeah, so right. they're on the big ones, but, but it, because there's so many of them, it just gets delayed. Yeah, it's, it's like ksh, ksh. I don't agree with this person's comment of it covering up the UI. I'm not sure on that, but it, it, I, it is. I wouldn't say it covers up the UI, but it is a large UI element. I think it might do that if you have the UI at the maximum size. I don't. I have it at like the legacy size. Do you remember right. that? So I can easily envision it overlapping if that's the case. I, oh God, I don't know what to say. It's, do are people typically always in the, the forges? I don't know the stuff about the forge. I don't know what they're saying about the forge. Well, basically they're saying there's no reason to have the, the pop-ups anyway, because there are always people in the forge. And I'm like, are there always people in the forge? No, I think... That's what they're saying. No, I think they're saying that I need to know how many Copernics I pick up with the big toast so that I know when I need to go use... when I can use the forge, is what I think they're saying. And so saying we need these big pop-ups, these big toast pop-ups, so that I know for the forge isn't a good excuse either, because the information could just be relayed with the mini toast sort of thing at the bottom, which isn't, you know, with full thing, it doesn't even have a box. So that way you could just check for the common resources. But I mean and the, the other thing is titanium. I mean, I don't know I don't know where you are in Railjack. I know and that And I think the last comment, by the way, is that the forge is almost in use. I think that means because when you go to the forge, it will list what you have anyway. Yeah. So you don't need to see these big because but you can go, right, can I make this? But it'll tell you about things like Copernix, but it won't tell you about things like titanium, because you don't use titanium in the the railjack resources. So you don't use it to build the yeah i don't think titanium would count i think i think they're but titanium made... does appear on the toast but i wouldn't call it a common railjack resource i think they literally mean the four that you use for crafting in the in the foundry in the forge i know I titanium feel... is a, i'd say is a uncommon resource but the thing um... is at the moment they are all grouped together as just Arcwing, uh, sorry, Railjack resource. And right? thus shove it in the toast, yeah. 
they're, they're a shelf and toast. I think it's basically meaning separate them out because those are like titanium. Maybe you do want to see titanium because you don't use that in the forge, but you do want to see that. So that one will still be in there. But things like it's the cop. I can't remember what they are now. What are the what are the four? I think Copernix is one of them. Yeah, Warframe Railjack. I just don't remember because I hate I hate using the forge. I don't I don't like the forge. I think the forge is just awful. Components. Uh, resources. Halen Resource Forge. Cubic diodes, pustules, carbides, and coppernicks. Yeah, yeah, those four. Those four should be taken off the toast, is what this is asking for. Because those are the common resources. Okay. I would say. I'm not opposed to this. Yeah. So, replies are Is there a reason for orders to tell me the same joke every day for two years? Yeah, he's, he's orders. Yes, because they don't have any more additional di- dialogue for him. And he, he, it also kind of makes sense because he's not all there. He's also a ship so cephalon. He, so to him, maybe it is every time he told the first time he told a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next reply is: I honestly wish they'd just let us select which resource to have a pop-up for from a submenu somewhere. Just a list of resources with a displayed message notification on pickup on off toggle. I like this because. When I'm hunting down Argon Crystals, I would like Argon Crystals to have a toast, but they don't. But if I could select... No, Argon so Crystals they... do have a toast. Do they? Yes. Okay, what about if I was, for some crazy reason, farming control modules? Um, I don't... I think control modules still have a toast as well. Morphix? Has a toast. No, it doesn't. Pretty sure it does. We'll test this afterwards. But I would like an option to be able to select, I'm farming for this. Please tell me when I get this thing. You not think that'd be useful? Oh, I completely 100% agree. Yeah. And you could pick it in the list. I don't see a problem with that. Next one. I remember them saying they were going to remove the pop-up for all the four forging materials. They seem to have forgotten. They'll get around to it, though. If they've said it, they'll get around to it. Trust me. If you're yeah. the engineer and you need to know when you have more of a certain material for making flux energy emissions, etc., it's really helpful to have the, that pop up. Maybe, yeah. but yeah. if you're the if you're the engineer, you're just going to be constantly looking at the forges anyway. No, there, there's an argument against this because you are not the engineer; you are do- filling the engineer role. Yeah, it's it's like you are, you are not. God, how do I exp- say this? You are not set in a specific role. You can't say it to the game, I am the engineer. I will always be in uh, the one doing the, the these things, these tasks, right? Because at any yeah. point in time, you could just jump on an arc wing or you could jump on a turret or you could jump in the pilot seat. That's entirely up to you at any point in time. So, yeah. If that's the case, you've always got the progress menu. Yes. So you can yes. always check at any moment. So, yeah. Last one. Just an oversight from the Rising Tide update. You could complete the build for your Railjack before Railjack were actually in the game. Back then, you had to find resources on planets when they're indeed rare drops, hence the pop up. There we go, as I said earlier. Yep. I think, again, it's just an oversight. Yeah. Right. The topic three. Cool. Topic three. Topic three. Topic three. I'm looking at IKEA to see if I can adjust my chair. Topic three. Right. The owner of the Railjack should get priority. 
When someone else is piloting the railjack, the owner should be able to override them by forcing them out of the pilot seat and then taking control of the ship. If you are going to let people with low mastery into your railjack, then at least let the railjack owners have some sort of way to take control of the ship. I met people who literally pilot the railjack when they don't even have any skills that can help with uh, piloting it. Wasting flux energy and then getting the railjack into a ton of trouble that end up with a squad meeting a um being end up with a squad meeting up with the failure screen. Good way of wording that. Or they just pilot the railjack forever, not leaving it, so uh, we have to complete missions with a handicap or return to the dry dock or and try to get a new squad members. Hmm. Um, I do not agree with this. Why is that, Zeno? Because if I'm piloting and someone just kicks me off because they feel like it, I mean, that's, that's the role I enjoy doing. Oh, no, I am the host, therefore get out. That just feels like a real dick move. Anyone can spend flux energy at any point on the ship. Like, you know, you could be in a turret and you could still spend people's flux energy. That's not an issue. Yeah. I don't understand why it's a big deal that the pilot is always in the pilot seat. I wouldn't want my railjack standing still. I dislike the notion of, you know, I could kind of get the idea of just, or they just pilot um, the railjack forever, not leaving it, so we have to complete missions with a handicap or return to the dry dock and try and get new squad members. I don't understand that. So they don't leave the pilot seat, so what? Yeah, I don't get it either. Seeing as the host has control over whether or not the next mission goes ahead. No, anyone can no, do it. No, they can't, can they? Yeah, anyone can go to the dry dock. I anyone don't can, think... Yeah. No, I literally did it to Joey. Uh, what day was it that I did the stream with him? Saturday night. I thought the host had to do that to next nope. missions. Nope. I did it to Jojo. I think that should be changed. The host should be the one who can choose next missions. That's it. Okay. But apart from that, I don't like the host being able to force people off the things. Yeah. If you. Okay. You might have some missions in which you get random idiots. You can just quit and the likelihood you're going to pair up with those same idiots again, they're going to sit in the same spot, is very minimal. The important thing is that missions go ahead and missions... If the host could do that, the host could equally do the same, and then people are sitting there staring, not doing anything. I, I don't see why we have to blame people separately. Yeah. The host could equally do something stupid, like not join in missions, just fly around stupidly. I, you know... I don't like this, personally. No, I, I don't like the... the notion of... 
kicking people out of the the pilot seat. It, it this just feels like. I mean, if you want to be the pilot, just ask people, right? If you don't like, I've okay, yeah, I've jumped into puppy missions when the person is not driving anywhere close to the objective. I have to get in my Arcwing and then fly four or five kilometers to actually get to the objective. And then I just go yeah. on the ship and I do the objective and then I fly so, back. Yeah. Right. It's not the end of the world. I mean, it was a lot worse when I was doing it because the cruise ships could still lock onto arc wings and just blow you out of the water, so to speak. Yep. So, okay. Is there a legitimate problem here with players doing this in Arcwing. I don't know. Railjack. Sorry, in Railjack, that's my bad. I don't know. Because you are dependent on people collaborating together. You could equally say is there a problem with friendship doors because you could be stuck in a mission with an idiot who doesn't push the other button on the friendship door? It's the same problem. It doesn't really come up that often. No, it doesn't. I don't really have any problem with it. I think my concern is I really can't feel I can talk about this because I don't do much Railjack. I'm waiting for Railjack to see its improvements and then I'm going to go get my intrinsics up. I'm going to go play it because I want to have fun. I don't like... It's still in a raw state where it's just very grindy. And if you want to get your intrinsics up, you could just grind them. But you're grinding a very raw, basic version of what it could be. It's still too it raw. It's like... Yeah. It's not minimum viable product. It is just minimum product. You know? I... Utter core product. Yeah. it is. It is the core of the product. And... Not a great deal more. And I, I, it's harsh for me to say this. It's what... What was the name of the person from the comments? Like, not coming back? They, they haven't played for a few months? Oh, it was... Cursed Gunner. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I completely agree. I'm not going back to Railjack until it's had some TLC. Likewise... You know, I, I enjoy doing the liches. I've not had a problem with the liches, but I do have problems with the railjack. So, yeah, I'm not touching it. So, I don't know if there is a true problem with railjack as described. Right? I personally do not think there is this issue. Shall we go to replies and see what other people say? By the way, what is a low mastery player supposed to do in Railjack if not piloting? Can't use the artillery, can't use the slingshot, can't aim side turrets forwards, can't do anything with an average arc wing slash arc weapon. I guess you could stay on standby until something needs repairing or the ship gets boarded. I completely agree. That's a fair point, but I I think at the same time, yeah, I'm completely with them on this. I think DE did really strip too much away. That all those things should have been put into like a quest. So there should have been a quest which got you to unlock like level one and everything and got you to use all the different sections to kind yeah. of teach you what you're doing with them. And then when you actually did normal weapons, everywhere else, everyone be on the same a certain can, level. You know. Can you build your intrinsics up if you don't have an arc wing? So a railjack. Well, yeah, because you can just do it with your arc wing. You can join in. 
No, no, no. You can do the mission. Yeah, right? you can. You can go to the terminal. Okay, cool. That's 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 the question. That was the question. I've seen people that say that's what they're doing. Okay. From what I've seen in Railjack, things can go very wrong very quickly with an uncooperative player that takes over the pilot seat and puts an entire team in a sticky situation. When I went into pub missions with my own Railjack, I've always had more than a few unfortunate experiences where someone decided to take my Railjack for a joyride the moment I went out to put a fire or work the forge. Yeah. Well, okay, this is a communication issue. And why, if you, you're flying your Railjack around, you're like, oh, I quickly, I better put stuff in the forge. So you get out of the pilot seat. So you haven't left the ship in a sticky situation by doing this. But now you're saying they are putting it in a sticky situation. No, you could I... argue that you put you park the. So this was Zandy's uh, method of flying uh, flying railjack was park it inside an asteroid and then leave it. Yeah. Okay. I did that for solo as well. I've tried that. Yeah. yeah. But so you could to park me... it in an asteroid, go to put out a fire, or go and get rid of some borders or whatever, and then leave the asteroid. But if someone's... I don't think it is as bad as described, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, for me, the arc, the, the rail deck itself is just a... not very... I know eventually it gets to the point that you have to use the rail deck to blow up the fighters, but early on, I would just go, well, Arcwing can just do the mission objectives and then just blow up stuff. So I'd use that. And then eventually you just need the art. All you need the Railjack to do is just blow up the fighters because it's quicker. And then that's it. That's, in fact, that's all you need the Railjack for. And because every mission wants you to blow up fighters, that's all I rely on the, uh, the Railjack to do. As for, as, and there seems to be loads of people who like repairing the bloody thing. And when you do that, it's invincible. So just, just let people do that. I, I just don't see the big issue with that. Next reply is the big cannon should be should just be tied to the pilot seat instead of a completely separate cannon because it was simply a bunch of useless fluff after they scrapped most of the promotional and previous preview design bits. Alongside the same, I find it silly we have four forges when we have just had one that would have four charges for each processing order and it would recover over time when it has yet to be recently used. I agree. So basically what they're proposing is there's a single forge terminal and you can build four things before it's on cooldown instead of having four separate forges that you have to physically go around yeah yeah i'm with you on that yeah the other it, it, it is just the, the, I, I think the whole forge concept was they were thinking they were trying to think about more things for you to do and because they gutted the whole Keeping, you know, micromanaging stuff, the yeah. ship, the power stuff, and all that, which, which I'm still shocked on that. I'm still, I just don't get it because instead, right? So to me, that I thought that was going to be cool because it meant the difficulty was going to be on your internal control of the ship. They got rid of it, which puts the difficulty back to just blow up stuff outside. It became external to the ship again. Yeah. And there was nothing you could do inside the ship to improve your ability to complete the mission. It was just get people on guns and shoot things. Yeah. I, I just think it was just it just dumbed it down so much. It dumbed it down too whereas, much. Whereas if it, instead it was your option that it was your control of the ship, right? We need to blow up stuff now. Put it to guns. The guns are now really good and easy to blow stuff up, right? But it means that we won't be able to do the objective quickly. So now we need to put it back to powering all the side features, right? So that's that. Turn on some things. You know, it's, you, the, the, it, by being it by your power control, it meant that the abilities could all be really powerful and the guns could be really powerful, but you just couldn't use them all at the same time. Yeah. But because they dumped it all down to one level, it meant that everything just had to just 
be the same, and it was more about just shooting things. Yeah, just, it just annoyed me. Yeah, I it meant that missions couldn't have any complexity to them. I I want I want <laughs> I know that there are plenty of content creators out there that advocate for universal vacuum and stuff like that. I really want to add got universal vacuum. Content creators used to do uh, used to advocate for it. My point is I want yeah, to advocate yeah, yeah. for um the engineering that was advertised at Tenocon. I want to be able to shift I don't the think power. it was engineering though. It was done by the captain in the pilot seat. It wasn't the pilot seat, it was the terminal behind the pilot seat. But oh, it was, it, yeah. It doesn't matter where it is, right? You could shove it with the forges for all I care. You know, so whoever's doing it has a nice w window of nothingness. But you know, Geordie LaForge had no problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, so why why not have that for Railjack? I don't like the fact that it was taken out. I'm with you. Yeah, it it was it was dumbed down, and I do not like. Yeah, because then it, then it also became less you'd stick more interesting modules on your ship, which would be very powerful that you activate, and then you get a powerful response, and then it became just sort of tiered leveling of you just get better guns. I mean, like, one, th one thing I would absolutely love, right? You know, oh, there's, there's an amazing local co-op game called Catastronauts, right? Yes. Pretty much space overcooked. It is awesome. And one of the best things about it was you could open and close doors. Do you remember? Was it you that was doing it? Or was it me that was doing it? Like, you'd get fires. I think it was you and Rich, if you mean the solar flare that killed everyone. No, not the solar flare. There was, like, you'd get fires in the, like, the, the cargo bay. And to get rid of the fires, you open the cargo bay doors. And the number of times people would get ejected into space because someone opened the door. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things you could have for the engineers is maybe it's an upgrade, but instead of going around manually putting out the fires, you could just vent the atmosphere out of that compartment. Right? Yeah. So the shields disappear off the warframes, the health disappear slowly degrades. We'll say for like the Grenier's sake or the corpus sake, the enemies, they are not affected by the depletion of the life support. But that would you, you could you could just to put a to make it simple, you could just add a movement only, not not attacking, slow effect on them to act like that they're now using magnetized boots or something. Yeah, sure. You know, but it doesn't change how they fight, uh, so shoot or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just their movement speed. Yeah. Um, well, actually, they fight in normal missions when you shoot out the window; they don't get sucked out. So yeah. So that that I think would be great. Um, and you could do. Oh no, this thing's been. You know, this electrical pathway has been broken. You need to fix it, and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna play the the hacking mini game and reroute stuff and. You know, do the Spider-Man mini-games. Have you ever seen any of the Spider-Man mini-games where he's doing electronics? It's, like, it's literally just the Corpus hacking mini-game where you just reroute things and you got to get it to get the right power levels and crap. Yeah, like, I genuinely think let's make engineering great again. Second to Arkwing.
Darkwing mm. first. Any other replies? Giving the host the ability to lock things in, sorry, lock things is dumb, but I do think some change have to be made so this isn't a problem to begin with. Is it a problem to begin with? Really? Uh, I think this is more of the problems where it's like you have a problem with an idiot, you go to another mission, you don't get that idiot, you don't have that problem. I mean, I don't think there's that many idiots who are this problem. I mean, the other thing that I, I, you know, I think we said this from the get go, you need to facilitate communication better. Yes, as well, yeah. And I personally would love like an allegiance or an alliance or whatever between Discord and Warframe or whomever in Warframe and you could just go, right, create group chat and it would just like dial up a group call with anyone that has their Discord thing, you know, affiliated with. But I think there's, you know, probably rules and regulations that you have to adhere to and who's responsible for what so on and so forth so no company wants to try and do this but hell mm. if this was done this would be amazing yeah yeah and the last one is uh i'm in full agreement with this even if it's merely on the grounds that it is the ownership after all i'd still agree with this i i don't think it's that big a problem no uh, I... it might be annoying but i think it would be more trolly to get people who you're trying to do the mission and then they just keep kicking you off the, sh- the flight of the ship and then you try and get back in the ship and they keep kicking you out. Yeah. No, I... I... Okay, so if they, here's... If they're going to do something for Railjack, they need more content first. There's, there's no real problems with this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, do you have the issue... Sorry, have you... Have you... Have you experienced the issue as... Described in topic three. Um, so that's the first question. And the second question I want to ask. Uh, so I hit that button. Here's that. Um, do you want engineering to be great? Oh no, to be as previously advertised? No. Should engineering should engineering be as demonstrated at Tenacon twenty nineteen? It was last year that they showed off the like the, the, the points and the adjusting of the things, wasn't it? Was it last year? Mm. I swear it was last year. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> the next question I'm asking is, should engineering be um, as demonstrated at Tenacon 2019? That's where... Yeah, go for it. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I know. Yeah, I think... Yeah. I think it I, should I be. want something more to that. Or, or something of that ilk... It, it got it got dumbed down too much. I mean, alternatively, rename it to janitor. Did you even use the big gun? No. I really think that big gun doesn't do anything. Does, does it? What can it do? I know I can't use it because I haven't got the levels in gunnery. But I and I don't feel like I'm missing out on gameplay by not having access to it. I mean, I could, the boarding of the ships, I could, I think would actually be kind of cool, but I I can't get in that to always YouTube because it's bugged sadly. But still, 
the big gun, I don't think I'm missing out on. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Loz. I mean, there's categorical proof that you got into that tube and got fired out of it. I mean, you acknowledged it as it was happening. No, no, I, I think this is all a uh, deep fake. No, yeah. <laughs> deep fake. <laughs> this is clearly a deep fake in action. You've got your deep fake maker. You've got Joey, maker of the deep fakes. You know what deep fake is, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Just, just double checking. You know it's used for more than porn, right? I didn't know it was used for porn. Oh, that that's what the main thing of it is. Oh. Like, like people get celebrities' faces and then apply them onto actresses or actors' bodies in porn. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know this. Yeah, I, I was talking about I mean. how Corridor Digital had like Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves in their videos. Well... Yeah, that, that's part of the reason for it. Yeah, okay. The main thing of it is the porn use, because it's always the porn use. It's yeah. always the porn use. Right. Okay, so I think that's it for topics. <laughs> let's. <laughs> I can find Google Deepfake. What if I. Let's. Let's. First. Let's. Well, Google's probably filtering out the bad stuff. Right. So let's move on to the memes. Yes? Sure. The memes. Something so innocent and cool just corrupted like that. <laughs> well, yeah. That's <laughs> the internet. That, that's the internet for you, man. Yeah. That's how it is. Uh, do you need these on Discord? I think you do, don't you? No, 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 no. I can, I can just... Uh, I look at them on... Um, the, oh, I'm going to do it. Because on the preview. I haven't got the links myself open. Oh, okay. So let's go. Right, so... The first one. Number one. Should I consume <laughs> this Kuva? <pot? laughs> oh, it'd be good if they actually sort of like painted it, like put like red on it and things, red spots. Yeah, or just put some like Haribo, red Haribo or something on top of it. Yeah. Oh, that would be hilarious. There we go. So that's meme number one. <laughs> Moving on to meme number two. A small boy. I love this one so much. Okay. A small price to pay for salvation. So, if we go through it. Yeah. E1. It's the time traveling. We did it! We time traveled! But to what year? Let me ask that guy over there. What is the community complaining about at the moment? They removed self-damage. And then the next scene is like, they're supposed to work out what age it is, but they just <laughs> Will we ever be happy? No. <laughs> That's a really good one. I like that one. Uh, so if you look very carefully in the third picture, there's salty chroma mains. Is the, yeah, oh, okay. Main. I love the will we ever be happy. It's like, oh, God. Brilliant. Third meme. The unofficial stats. It's very similar to one last week. Yep. How it is. Dread, despair, hate, and similar oranges. So 40%, 5, 6%, 6%, 1%. How it really is. Dread blueprint. No, I think, I think I, you said the third one, right? Huh? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I've I've not got that. I've got something else. I've got oh. uh, Kylo Ren. Oh, okay. I've put them in the in my thing wrong order. They're fine. Uh, okay, okay, we'll go to the fourth. Okay, yeah, we'll go to the third. I've got the third one. So the third one, uh, my links in wrong order. Bad me. No, they're in really the wrong order. Which one am I looking for here? I'll just go for the image. It's the Kylo Ren one, yeah? Yeah. Okay. The uh, fifth one? She's... <laughs> Right. She says this every time I'm bombarded by enemies. Lotus, keep going. 
Nobody knows you're here. <laughs> the entire corpus facility. I want every gun we have to fire on that man. <laughs> oh. I, I do love that sometimes Lotus' lines get a bit out of sync, and that's, yeah, it's like, I've just shot through ten dudes, it's like, nobody knows you're here. Yeah, looks behind you, dead bodies, looks in front of you, guns pointed at your face. Okay, so the fourth one, now I've got this right now, yeah, the fourth one. The fourth one is the unofficial stats, yep. and this is similar to one last week from Stalker's Drops. Dread Rupert about 40%, Despair about 6%, Hate about 6%, Simitone just 1%. How it really is, Dread Blueprint, 99%. Spare and hate, 0.5 each. Scimitar engine blueprint. <laughs> Lol. Um, yep, that'd be Stalker's drop table. Out of interest, do you know that this person's European? You know, what, not an old-timer? Huh? No, 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 no. This, this, the person that's edited this image is European because they're using Comrin, not period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Fair spotted there. Yep. Very well spotted. Bane of uh, yep. programmer's existence. I love how you've also pointed out the European and uh, well that that would in theory exclude England because that'd be stupid to put commas instead of periods. Yep. Right. And then we're on to number four. What the hell? I don't know when this picture is from, but I find this hilarious. What the hell? This is gotta Stay be healthy. Yeah. Unwashed hands, and then some phone away. Reb was behind Megan. There's um, Reb's COVID 19 looking for me. Megan, what? unwashed hands, like, oh my god, <laughs> that's mental. Oh dear, right? And number six, and the number six, which is for anyone who has seen Arbiters as well this week. Okay. Oh God. Don't craft the Pangolin Prime. You have to listen to me. Mystery deepens over animal source of coronavirus. Pangolins are a prime suspect but a slew of Warframe. She has come in with Corinth Prime and Pangolin Sword Prime and features her own set of unique moveset. Conspiracy man. Oh my God. Is this where Pangolins you got? Is this, is this where you got the question from? No, I came with it off my own accord. Yeah. I knew that we were doing the dev stream and I saw at the end, I was just clicking through a dev stream and I saw Pangolin Prime and I'm like, Pangolins? Hmm, let me think of it. And obviously this person's got a similar thing, but I yeah. just love that it's just oh brilliant. Oh my god. Yep. yep. I love that they found a bit that says Pangolins are a prime suspect. They're like, Pangolin Prime. Yeah. 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 The connection. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Brilliant. So that is the memes of this week. Let us go on to the community... Shoutouts. Explosions. Oh, cool. What were you saying? Shoutouts. Explosions. Community shoutouts. Right, so the first community shoutout is this operator. Exactly. Look at this. Explosion. By yeah. LJX. You're right there, Loz. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I'm also looking at the comparison image. They've got a few tweets below. Yeah, I think it's, what was it, 2018 and 2020? Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. Huge difference. I actually, I love the makes detail me, they've put on, like the leather coat. Makes me think about. Uh, remember, I think it was on our thing interview with Megan when they said they were going to make operators age. Yeah, still haven't. <laughs> yeah. Right next, uh, number two is a Kofi Doodles. Uh, so Kofi Doodle Five by Zilvtree, and I don't know if you remember Zilvtree by name, but. They... I remember all my name. But they're amazing. Oh, we always have Zilltree's Arts on. Zilltree's Arts is great, okay. isn't it? Just looking yeah. through it. 
Yeah, look at all this beautiful art. Yep. Yeah. Right. Beautiful art. Number three is this. Wait, wait, wait. They actually put the word doodle, so we have to say it. Yeah, I did. I did say doodle. But it's just, it's just, just a doodle. Just a doodle. Just this, this, this beautiful image. It's just a doodle. All right. So number three is this Gauss Terogen by Faven. Lars, I give you a Gundam. Lars, you have your Gundam. That is so good. Wait, who did you say this was? Raven. See, that's the thing when people have different names to their Twitter handles. I, I guess. Yeah, no, this, this is Faven. This is the Faven who does all the Grax stuff. Yeah. So, th but this isn't. They haven't labeled it as Grax. As Grax. Maybe they couldn't. They didn't feel it was Grax enough. So. Yeah. That's awesome though. That is just so cool. I just just like instantly buy this. This is just so cool. Yep. So though they haven't opened up all the what? I don't think they've opened all the vents. The legs don't look open. But the the back of the shins. Mm -hmm. The size of the shins. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't think they've opened up. Right. Number four. Maybe it's just the third image. Number four. Oh, still, that is just amazing. Yep. Four. Is Hugging Space Cat by Shad. Very nice to see that Shad's doing uh, more art here and there. And Shad actually put in the body of the message, like, you know, when can we actually have cybernetic legs for our cavats? And oh, wow. I, kind of, I kind of actually really like the idea of that. Yeah. I, this image, though, I love this sort of image because it... It reminds me of video games when I was younger, when they would, they would do future. I suppose it's maybe more dystopian book of things, but it was all kind of cluttered. There was all this, this, yeah. this the goal was all about detail and showing that it was a lived in place. And yeah. you look at this and you can just imagine this is the corner of a workshop that's really old. There's loads of designs, half unfinished everywhere. And the person's yeah. just you know, going on about their daily life within it. And I love the, the foreground and background image of it. It's just, it's a really cool image that. Number five, which is Loki Prime by Ked. Ooh. I thought this was Very really magical. intense. Intense, man. Yeah, it's intense. intense. Feel it. All right. Yep. And then last but not least, six, Space Mother, Sentient Daughter by Kaoru. Ooh. Ooh, I like the kind of lopsidedness in this. Yeah. Yeah. Very good, that is. Ooh, yeah. Cool. Other published on Patreon. <laughs> well, are you on the you on the Twitter of it? No. We just got the image. Just, just never mind. People are just vulgar. Of course. Right. So that is it for community shoutouts. So was it the community explosions? Yes. And we're now going to go on and finish this episode with Lars's quote. The old war. The Orokin, I think they knew they were doomed. Where another race would surrender to despair, the Orokin fought back with greater strength. The Dax made the sentience fight for every inch of space. 
In my life, I have never seen anything like it. They would weep, they would pray, they would say goodbye to their loved ones, and then they would throw themselves without fear or hesitation at the very face of death itself, never surrendering. No one who saw them fight against the inevitable would help but be moved to tears by their courage, their stubborn nobility. When they ran out of warships, they used percussion rifles. When they ran out of rifles, they used scanners and sticks and bare hands. They were magnificent. Uh, I only hope that when it is my time, I die with half as much dignity as I saw in their eyes at the, in the end. They did this for two years. They never ran out of courage, but in the end, they ran out of time. I uh, recognize this. I don't think you would. Is, uh, that would make me think it's an old film. It is old, 1998. 1998. You haven't seen this, and I don't think it came out in cinemas. I haven't it's seen it. I'm pretty sure you haven't seen this. Go on then. What? Well, if I haven't seen it, I'm mean, I'm not going to guess it. Babylon Five in the beginning. Ugh. You and your Babylon Fives. Come on, man. That speech is epic. <laughs> it was pretty damn epic, mind. No, I, I, I distinctly I remember something, which was like you know when they ran out of um, you know uh, bullets, they they picked up swords and you know or knives and things like that and. It just made me think of like Riddick with, I think it was like Chronicles of Riddick with like the whole Furia when they wiped out all the Furians, but the whole two year thing was like, no, this doesn't sound like it. But yeah, no, I've not, I've not seen. Loz is now linking me stuff. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you very much, Loz, for the very interesting quote. Yeah. And yeah, we will we will see you guys next week, hopefully with a guest. <laughs> uh, last episode of the, week, of the month, we normally don't have a guest, but we'll, we'll try for next week, I guess. Oh yeah, I'll work something out. I don't know. Like, yeah, this 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 week has been be turned on its head. Right, so that's it for this this episode. Where's the off button? Where's the off button, Loz? Where's the off button? Panic. I don't know. Panic. It's fine, Loz. Fine, calm down. Is it fine? God, calm down, man. You're hysterical. <laughs> <laughs>